name of Jesus, dear sisters and brothers in Christ, we want to bring a message today of hope, of encouragement, and of the divine protection that comes from God above. And I start from the outside in and work our way toward that beautiful theme because it comes right from God's holy word. And the topic of today's sermon is bird bath. I don't know if you all have bird baths in your yard. I got one in mine. So this is the deal. If you have a bird bath, and it's just a little, you know, it's just a little circular thing, and there's water in it, guess who comes to take a bath? Birds! Yes, and the birds come in, and they're wonderful to watch. And, and it's not just that they drink. You know, a bird has to eat more than its own weight every day. So a bird's a very busy creature, but the bird also wants to take a bath. And then they flutter around in there and kind of siphon off the wings. So the little birds are great to watch. And we're sitting, because they, they get to be in now, in COVID time, the birds are very friendly. They're not scared off by uh, airplanes or traffic or any of that stuff, so they wander right towards you. It's like a Disney World here. So uh, uh, the little birds are fine, and they'll just come in and do their thing and leave. But the, there's a bird that is a very aggressive bird, which is called a blue jay. I don't know if you've ever seen a blue jay. What color do you think they are? They would be blue, yes, as opposed to a cardinal, which is red. So the blue jay comes in, and the blue jay says, I own this, this is mine. Go back in the house. And he starts <laughs> chirping and shrieking, you know, and then he does his thing, and he goes, did I tell you to get in the house already? Get out of here. I own this. So that's the way birds are. The little sparrows, all of them. Uh, over here at our, our Highland Park Children's Garden, there's a beautiful uh, bird bath with a fountain on it so that then the birds can fly in, get the bath, and then do the drinking. And you watch those things happen, and you say, what a wonderful thing God's creation is. And so... Jesus, who is the Son of God, speaking about his Father and ours, says, think about those sparrows in that birdbath. Think about those little birds. You know, they're worth almost nothing. There's billions. How many, how many sparrows are there in the world, right? Billions and billions of them. Your Heavenly Father knows when one of them falls to the ground. Your heavenly Father knows when one falls to the ground and cares about them. And, and, and let me say this in a time like this. Isn't this a word about God's creation? He cares about the whole creation, right? He cares about every little bird that flies, every little insect that's out there. Everything in creation belongs to God and is cared for by a heavenly father. Wow. Now, we take it down to this level too. If he cares about the sparrows that much, which just flitter around and last for a little while, lay their eggs and move on to the next level, how much more does he care about you? How much more does your heavenly father not care about you? Enough how much, Jesus says. You know, they're only worth two little, a buck, you know, half a buck for a sparrow. How much are you worth? And he gives the answer in his son, does he not? Worth my only begotten son, you are. Wow. 
But he says, you are, you are worth so much that God knows every hair on your head. <laughs> so he's got a really easy job with me. Uh, takes about a, two minutes. Okay, 37. You have 37 hairs left. Keith? Zero. <laughs> Keith, Keith, all the hair on your head are numbered, and we haven't found the number yet. It's the big, fat zero, yes. And, and yet now we have people out here with a lot of hair taking all of God's time, just counting those hairs. All, what are we saying? He knows us as we are in full, incomplete, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. God knows everything. Now take a little beat with me to today, okay? We now are in a time unprecedented in our lifetimes of caring about numbers of people. Every day you get a readout, and every day that readout says, this is the amount of corona cases, coronavirus cases, in the United States. 2,243,718. That's specific. And the second number is, and today we can give you this update, that definitely 122,417 people have died from this virus. It, we're not used to these numbers like this. And, and what's happening to us is we're being hit with this fact. Those are real numbers. Those are actual numbers. And take it to the next level. One person dies at the hands of a police officer, at the knee of a police officer in Minnesota, and within three weeks, the entire world is protesting violence. The entire world. Thousands, 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 millions, millions, and billions of people are discussing racial justice. Remember George Bush back in the uh, early part of the century said, we're going to deal with this as far as education. No child will be left behind. No child left behind. Now we are learning anew what it is like to face these realities. One person dies unjustly, we're all affected. 100,000 people die of this virus, we're all affected. And we're thinking, how are you thinking? You're thinking in your very limited human way about what God knows, about what God does, about what God cares, right? Our little way is just that we have these statistics about these things at this time. We're looking at these issues in our way now at this time. God has all of that for all time always in his purview. And then it goes to level three, you. It's one thing for us today to thank God for our fathers, but I know people who are watching and I know people who are here in this church who have lost their father to this virus. It's no longer 120,316. It's my dad. It's my father. And many here who have lost their fathers in a recent period of time are saying, my memory of my father is just starting because I had him here just a few months ago. 
I don't want to be in memory of him. I want to be in honor of my dad. And then those of you who are raised by other people, right, it, it, uh, other figures in your life, these are personal things. These are, not, these are not out there numbers. They're in here numbers. And so we have, we have this beginning thought again. Let's take it back that the Heavenly Father knows what you're going through. Your Father in Heaven knows what you've lost. Your Father in Heaven knows what you treasure, what you treasure today, on this day. And now we go to the second birdbath. The second birdbath is right here. <laughs> Hello? See it there? You know what we call that? The baptismal font. What's in there? Water. And when we <laughs> understand the Heavenly Father and what the Heavenly Father did for us in Jesus in a certain way to completion, we're baptized. We go in the birdbath. We go under the water. We were buried, therefore, with him, it says, through baptism unto death, that like as he was raised from the dead, we might also walk in newness of life. Feel that. That's us. We've been cleansed. We've been just come from the fountain. We sing that song here. We understand that our identity is to be like those birds which are protected by God every day and they get their little bath and they move on. We've been, we've been drowned. We've been taken right to the ground and brought back to life. You ever have this? I don't know. I've had this happen. So a bird flies into a window. Ever seen a bird that flies into the window? Doesn't know. Right. So the bird goes, bink, down, done. So the bird's laying on the ground. You go, oh, and you see it happen. And you pick the bird up, and all of a sudden the bird wakes up. Bird goes, thank you very much. I'm out of here. And, and they're gone. This is us. We've been buried with Christ through baptism into death. We were drowned in that water, and yet we came back. And we're no longer our old self. We've been born, what? Again. And this is exactly because of the Father's love. So as we examine our place in society, what we have to say, the platform we've been given to speak, the places we've been allowed to witness, and we have some powerful testimonies from among our own people here as to what God has done in this time of coronavirus, in this time of uh, racial discussion. It is, it is for us to say, I know that I've been sustained and held in the loving arms of my Heavenly Father. That's where I start, and that's where I end. So the third birdbath, this is the last one. Uh, I went to a, uh, I'm, I'm on the board of trust of uh, Forest and Highland Parks. So these are the two parks right here. Great time to be in parks, by the way. There's no baseball. All the people are picnicking on the infield. Uh, and, and so... Uh, I went to an art show last year, and a young artist or, uh, named Danielle had done an artwork of a birdbath. And it's a beautiful birdbath, about this, about this height of a normal baptismal font here. And inside the birdbath is a little water and a little swan. There's a swan in the birdbath. So you're going, well, that's an interesting work of art because the swan is bigger than the birdbath, right, in life. And she comes up to us and says, this is not the work of art. 
this is the model for the work of art I'm doing. <laughs> I said, and what does that mean? She said, do you know the middle reservoir at Highland Park? I said, yeah. She said, I want to have a 35-foot birdbath in the middle of that reservoir in which the birds from all over could come and swim in that birdbath. There'd be a fountain in it. And I said, wait a minute. So this is not this high. This is 35-foot high birdbath. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know if this will happen. This is New York. It could take another decade or two. But what an idea to understand that there can be a sanctuary for birds where they can just float around, swim around there, and, and the whole world could see, probably see that from the space station, you know, world's biggest birdbath. Uh, that's you and me. We're held inside this church, inside the Christian church, inside the family of faith in this really big, healthy place where we've been cleansed, we've been purified, and we've been set together. Even though we're six feet apart, we've been set together in the family of God forever with the Heavenly Father looking down on us. May His love be with you today and every new day. On Father's Day, amen. 